Okay, I'm Ruby. I use they, them pronouns, and Betty Cooper is my Don Draper. Hi, I'm Leo. I use he, it pronouns, and we're Kang's people now, Grace. <laughs> we are! Um, people now. Hello, I'm Katia. I use she and they pronouns, and... Uh, I can't think of anything to say. Archie said my buddy Eric in this episode. <laughs> Like this happened to my buddy Eric, <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. Um, hi, I'm Grace. I use any pronouns, and um, we are Kang's people. And also, uh, we're so happy to invite you back to Archie's Weird Podcast. I know hi. we've been gone, like we've been missing at war. Like Archie was in World War One. We were fighting in the Weed War. Sorry. Yeah. Oops, we're on the Uzbekistan front. Yeah. We got distracted. (laughs) Yes, we did. A lot has happened in the Riverdale verse while we've been gone. Um, We're going to still do after shows for the next episodes 8, 9, and 10 of season 3, season 5, like it's normal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're just going to have to roll with us. Yeah, you have to roll with it. But first is a little recap of what's been going on behind the scenes. The Pussycats are coming back confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. We're so, 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 so excited. I miss them so bad. I can't wait to see them. Oh my God, Melody's going to get a personality. (gasps) Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes, I desperately hope. I think it's quite. Please, please. I think it's quite possible because I think RAS has been like, he's ambiguously been like, I've been working on stuff in the Archieverse. That's how I assume he talks. That's definitely how he talks. He has a weird, evil British accent. Don't worry about it. The little old woman who lives in the woods. (laughs) He based Nana Rose's voice off his own. Exactly, exactly. Nana Rose is his self-insert. We cracked the code. <laughs> oh, no. no. That's awful. That's awful. All he does is kidnap children and gaslight them. <laughs> I mean. I love that Nana Rose just went along with the Julian thing. I know. She just rolled with it. I would like to say that he does gaslight children. I may be almost 19, but I am a child. I am a 19-year-old. I am an almost 19-year-old minor. And uh, he gaslit me into thinking that the key party would be exciting and good. Yeah, he did. He gaslit all of us with that. Um, as far as he other... Dirty. Yeah. We were queer babies, but also we were good episode babies. Well, yeah. it's not a bad episode, but... It's not it a, a great one. I was disappointed. It is I was no goddamn disappointed. Yeah, it could have been better. It could have been much better. But as far as other outside Riverdale news goes, uh, KJ Appa is going to be a KJ Papa. Um, his, his girlfriend is pregnant. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's going to be a KJ Papa. I just think that's a really good pun. Exactly. It is a good pun. I'll never get sick of it. Um, he's going to... That's what his... I keep saying son. I feel like I know something, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> Your gift, the gift of prophecy. It's like Nana Rose when she puts the thing over the over the pregnancy belly of um Polly. Polly and is like, oh, it's twins. And it is. This is seem this is a very Nana Rose heavy uh after show for an episode that did not have Nana Rose in it much. I, I mean cool. just, like, banish Nana Rose to her room during the <laughs> Literally, oh my gosh, up. Nana Rose must have been up. Oh my god, yeah, she was up to in the key party. She's watching her down. stories, yeah. She was up there doing old prison things, she was like, taking a nap, kidnapping yeah. children, she was planning, planning murders, dying <laughs> with a single streak of red in her hair. <laughs> That's yeah, what she was that's... doing for the key party. She was just like applying the hair dye. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she um, went to the salon. Betty, helping Cheryl pick out creepy nursery decor. Oh god, yeah. <sighs> going online shopping, going onto Amazon and Googling um, Glamazon. Glamazon. 
Going into Glamazon. Baffle now. Yeah. Going into Glamazon and searching um, gothic horror clothing <laughs> and decor. Wait, do they have a Riverdale Google or is it just Google? They do I ever mention Google or is it like Moogle or something? They use Bing. Oh, they do. Oh. Do they? No, I don't know. Oh. I don't think it's been... Girl. They like. Wait, no, they. they... Definitely is some sort of Riverdale specific search engine. Ah, oh, yeah, shit. Um, they, use, they use Bing in um, Gossip Girl, and it's like very obvious. Like, they're like, oh, are you going to Bing it? And... <laughs> no one says That's that. great. That is. Uh, I know there's a Riverdale specific search engine that they use when they show people Googling stuff, but I can't think what it is so we'll leave that what i can think of is that terribly made um like jarchy fan bit where um jake had google's am i gay <laughs> a very well, like, photoshop uh, on his computer screen well oh, is that's he good. Uh, well yeah i yeah, mean he is he is um, imagine but... if Jughead, wait, sorry. Imagine if there was a scene, like a meta scene in the show where Jughead Googled Am I Gay and it came up with like articles about the historical gay coding of the Archie Comics character Jughead. He <laughs> was like, holy fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> how the show ends. That's how the show ends. And it's like, don't stop. I would cover okay, okay, okay. with sun plays. If he's repressing something, he wants to keep it repressed. Yeah, he does. Which is part of the actual episode. Um, he's repressing which, that he's a fictional character. Which, yeah, we're gonna talk about the actual episode now. We're talking Don't about... Wait, no, that would involve him googling am I gay and finding like, articles about people saying Jughead is asexual. Oh no! <laughs> no, you can't let Jughead near the asexuality. Hold you literally can't. Let, you can, no one can tell Jughead what asexuality is. It would be awful and irreversible, an irreversible. unmitigated disaster. Oh no! But yeah, we are going to talk about episode uh, eight of season five, Lock and Key, um, the key party episode. Um, Boo. It's my ghost boo. Yeah. <laughs> we had very the thing is it was not a bad episode. We just had really high expectations because yeah. it was really I was a key party episode. truth cuz everyone was like, "Oh, the key party is going to be so cheesy and shit." And I and I was like, "No, I really wanted I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be really campy and fun and have loads of like gay people and it just it is such a it's like path of least resistance yeah it was boring thing they could have done with it yeah they Fine. everyone got like who you would expect them to get exactly it was so annoying it wasn't unexpected it, the only vaguely unexpected thing was reggie and fangs even though that was teased in the trailer but like yeah they didn't even go the interesting way with that anyway why didn't like why didn't like i don't know uh Kevin and Cheryl get each other and they have to awkwardly hang out. That would have been so yeah. funny. Literally, Wait, there were so many more interesting options. I definitely wrote down what my ideal... Yeah, I remember them. They're so good. But wait, let's get onto that later once we finish discussing what actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The episode begins with me winning. Me personally <laughs> winning. Uh, as Kevin is... Grace appears up- on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 Kevin is hooking up with a uh, trucker on at like a truck stop and it's like at first we don't know that Kevin and Fangs are in an open relationship so we just think he's cheating and I was flying so high in that moment because before this I had made a uh, Kevin and Fangs no children edit and they just proceeded to be very no children. Literally like the week before this episode aired us and all our like Twitter mutuals were like going well it was basically us and Isaac maybe um going like crazy about the concept of um Kang's fail marriage and Kevin having uh Trina from Falsetto's Unbreaking Down moment it ended up being the reverse of this well technically it it was a lot more complex than that but like yeah it was it was vindicating it was so vindicating it was so vindicating I manifested it um because there had been no indications in the show prior to this that Kang's was a fail marriage but they are. They yeah. are. You just saw the future. Yeah. You had a vision. Yeah. We're all profits here. 
yeah, Kevin is hooking up with the guy. Then he comes home uh, with like cereal to Tony and Fangs, and they have like a little domestic scene where Kevin looks very miserable. Um, it's just sad. And it just establishes this like really interesting dynamic of like Kevin yes. and Fangs obviously are quite communicative, but they always lie. So they're like, yeah. it really just seems like it's a re- it's a repeated thing that they're always like what's up with you how are you are you okay what's going on tell me about your feelings and then they're just like then they just like don't tell the truth it makes so much sense and it's just yes yes give me more everybody in this show is having a don draper moment (laughs) that's literally true oh my god kevin coming home after cheating is this i mean actually don draper would be better at lying yeah but they're collectively having don draper-esque moments I bet Kevin feels so much like Chevroy right now. <laughs> like, wow, I feel just so like Chevroy. Like <laughs> I feel so much like Chevroy in season two of Succession right now. No, he's, uh, he's gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, he actually is um he, he actually is only having a failed marriage an open relationship in order to uh, LARP succession. <laughs> He was like, Fangs, can we have an open relationship? You know, like, after the Succession season one finale ad, he was like, this is totally unrelated to anything else, but do you want an open relationship? Yeah. After they finished watching it, he turned to him and said that, and Fangs was like, okay. All right. Fangs was not there because he was too busy uh, having sex with Sweet Pea. <laughs> because that's what Succession that's what is code for. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. And Kevin comes home and he brings home regular milk, oat milk, and almond milk. Yeah. And two varieties of sugary cereals. Yes. Satisfied. What a guy. He's a king for that. Um, mm-hmm. Betty and Archie have sex. That's all I can say about that. He's one. got the. It's, it's, this is where the fireman outfit comes yeah, in. Yeah, he's wearing yeah, his fireman outfit. Yeah. He should know that all of those candles lit around a bed. Um, is a fire hazard. As a fireman, gosh, yeah, literally, That's, like there's so many candles. It would be so funny if he came in and was like, "Betty, this is a fire hazard." <laughs> like, Betty, we can't do this. You've set up a fire hazard, and I'm not horny anymore. <laughs> Nothing makes him less down Look. for it than yeah. A lack of Nothing turns him off more than a lack of fire safety. Yeah. My mom told me the story about um, how she like slept with like candles near her bed, um, and she left them on, and she woke up and her pillow was on fire, and <gasps> I never forgot that. And it makes me so anxious. I'm like a pyromaniac, so like I love fire, but I'm also like a fire safety enthusiast. So um, I get very anxious when I like. Candles. Wait, and there literally was a massive fire in Jughead and Archie's house. Like a couple of episodes. I feel like he should be on guard. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, literally a firefighter. He is a he has become a firefighter. You're literally a firefighter who has recently been the target of an arson. (laughs) And he's like, oh, candles, great. (laughs) Wait, maybe actually, like, the sex thing they were doing was he comes in in his firefighter uniform and, like, gets like a fire extinguisher and goes, like, maybe the string of fires in riverdale is not because of hiram it's because the lack of fire safety knowledge in riverdale (laughs) so true yeah only you can prevent riverdale fires Mm -hmm. they always say that um and then in pops uh uh, jughead is meeting with fake dana scully yeah dana scully um, about the Mothman specimen, and is like, uh, well, we don't have it anymore. I got abducted last night. And she's like, well, I'm not a psychologist, but when a person who claims to have a close encounter in most cases is repressing a traumatic experience. Jack is like, fuck off, no, no. Flies. If I am repressing something, something, I think I prefer to keep it repressed. Uh, <laughs> by the way. The line ever. Yeah, by the way, repressed memories aren't real. It's a myth. <gasps> That's reassuring. Not in Riverdale. They're real in Riverdale. It's like the serial killer genes. Repressed memory is like, there's not, like, when people, like, uncover repressed memories, it's like, there's no real concrete proof that it's Yeah. Accurate. It could just be suggested. 
It's a complicated thing, definitely. They're real in, they're real in Riverdale. They're mm. definitely real in Riverdale, though, much like the serial killer chains. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've seen them with um, Betty and Caramel. Like, she yeah. repressed that, and she remembered it, and she was like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. yeah Charles just implanted that memory in her brain. She never had a cat. <laughs> she never had a cat. She did her cat, cat was her childhood best friend. She drowned it like Polly said. Her cat was just her cat was obviously her childhood best friend who was killed by her um evil sister. Crazy evil sister. I mean, I don't know where I'm getting this, these, these incredible ideas from, but you know. <laughs> We're having visions of the future and everyone who doesn't believe us is wrong. Exactly. No, that was an awful, awful BBC Sherlock reference to anyone who like yeah. like you're so lucky for not not knowing that if anyone didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. God, I wish I didn't understand that reference. No, but that Good was the best you. joke headline. Yeah, I love that. That's the honestly the best joke headline since Weird I'm a Weirdo. Yeah, like, this is oh, I good. like texted friends to be like, hey, it you want to know what Jughead just said? It was yeah. fucking good, and like, uh, it could have been such a good foreshadowing of something interesting that was going to happen at the fucking key party, but it wasn't, was it? Obviously not. Obviously it fucking wasn't. Why would I even that think that? It's just gonna, no he's going to reveal what happened to him. Uh, oh, it man. just. He came out to someone while blacked out. I literally just does. He, I, ah. Like, it's gonna be something else. There's gonna be, like, a crazy... But he came out to someone. I know this. <laughs> he did. We know this. If repressed memories are real, one of them could stay... Rep- he could, like, remember something, but he also repressed a memory of coming out to someone. Yes. Yeah. You, you can't can repress two things at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has layers. Everything. He I just want to point out the humor later on in, um, when... Uh, Alice is going through the missing persons thing, and it's like they're the missing persons posters are like scattered with the macaroni art. Oh god! Oh. But it's literally for the children. It's like that, that's her. Yeah. Her kids, and then the but <gasps> growing up in Riverdale, like like around these sorts of things. Themes. Like, you feel it's me? It's like very emblematic of the the rot in Riverdale because everyone is so preoccupied like, with their own shit and they, the, like, they pass it on and like yeah to the children are gonna grow up fucked up oh which is like the point of pincushion okay. but we can't get away uh we mm. can't get that far but for now uh uh Alice says Juniper Dagwood that's so beautiful <laughs> Um, Wait, she says like Juniper Dagwood. That is so, so beautiful. That is so. I'm gonna love it when she comes home. Yeah, Juniper Dagwood. Her delivery is very funny. She um, says it like Juniper and Dagwood are one entity, or it's like someone whose first name is Juniper and their last name is Dagwood, which to be fair with is more normal than two separate people who are called Juniper and Dagwood. Like Juniper and Juniper and Dagwood. That is so beautiful. Twist at the end of the season is gonna be that Juniper and Dagwood are one person. <laughs> So yeah. They're one person moving really fast back and forth. <laughs> then uh, uh, yeah. Betty tells uh, Betty tells Alice that there's another body that looks like the others, and then I just wrote Kang's is a plague on this society. Because oh, and now um, your laughs look really good, good, babe. Your laughs are looking huge, huge, babe. So much worse than I remembered. <sighs> It's really very powerful. Um, yeah, but... I stand by saying Kang's is a plague on this society after that line. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just, Your you know. lads are looking huge, babe. Um, so bad. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm I just want to say, homophobia. Madjin is really pulling the acting. She's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Juniper Dagwood, that is so beautiful. Like the despair over Bob. Oh no, yeah. Other, yeah. I think that line is hilarious. Not necessarily mm-hmm. incredibly delivered, but amazing. And then the rest of it is like genuinely just good. Yeah, like also yeah. like who like calls their children by their first names like when they're right there? Like if, if unless like they're calling. Them? I think it's probably in case the audience has forgotten their names. Absolutely. Or doesn't know who she's talking to. Um. And then I wrote uh, Veronica's jewelry shopping, and she gets a message from her husband, and she has her husband saved in her phone as Chadwick. Um, <laughs> oh, it's like when, like in in the other characters in Riverdale, they have like Riverdale, they'll be like teenagers, and they have like their classmates saved in their phone as like Cheryl Blossom, 
and like yeah. Archibald, Archibald Andrews, and it's like these are like people in your science class or something. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Archie has Veronica saved in his phone as Veronica Lodge. Oh, that's so sweet. Just never change Um, and then um. She has this very cute rainbow shirt on, and Smithers makes an appearance, and he is wearing very beautiful earrings. Wait, uh, Smithers is? Smithers? No. Oh, Veronica God. is. Veronica is. I wish I, Smithers was wearing beautiful earrings. Yeah. And I'm Your butler looks GNCAF. I think Smithers should get one big feather earring like Rufus <laughs> in uh, Bobby's death episode. Yes! <laughs> what is he? What's his job? What's Smithers' job? Like, Your man? Your dorm looks gay and You're insane. I was <laughs> yes. possessed by Roberto Barisa Costa. Yeah. Then um, he, she's talking with Archie about her plans for her renovation. And uh, Archie set, mentions his buddy Eric. Which they mm-hmm. yeah. I love that he says my buddy Eric. There's definitely like one like young person. No, yeah. I just don't know if they were the one. I have no idea if it was. It's a coincidence that it's my buddy Eric, like who this happened to, or it's an actual like internet using young Riverdale writer who thought, "Haha, my buddy Eric." And if so, yeah, is that the Eric. reason that Jackson's first name is Eric? I desperately cool. hope so. I like hope a really, so. really good reason. I think. Yeah. I think so because the way that he says "my buddy Eric," it's kind of shoehorned in there. He could have just said Eric. Um, uh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm really, I do not know. And I, 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 I'm just hoping. I just want to ask. I want to know desperately. And then we get the one Veronica line, um, in post time skip. Yeah. We're really uh, hanging on to, um, what's the word? We're really hanging on to crumbs. Um, and, and, Betty says, "Look swanky, V, for the in the yes in regards to her plans for her." Writing. Yes, I yeah. will take it as a win. Yes, Yay. and they were yeah. she was wearing like a top with like lesbian plaid colors on it, and Veronica was wearing rainbows, and it's yeah. like this is enough for me. I mean, it's yes. not, but you know, <laughs> and then we get like an awkward bughead moment, which is <laughs> funny. I love them. Hi. Hey. I just said, please, God, no. They're just like, hi. Hi. I really hope that that's hey. where the dynamic continues this season. Really, please. Like, that would be amazing. Please. And then yes. they, like, like, still... Don't get back together. They st- I think like, I think it should just continue hey. like that. But then in the flash forward, they like there's, like, a flash forward at the very end, and they still get into, like, a horrible, wretched marriage. They still get married at the end. But all the words they've, like, exchanged <laughs> each other between now and that time is just, like, Hello. Hi. They're Hello. like Hi. awkward exes, but they're dating. <laughs> um, and uh, then Tony makes her an announcement with Kevin and Fangs, and it's really cute. It's really sweet. And Betty and Veronica have the cutest reactions. They're like, yes, oh. they're so excited, and it's so yes. cute. And uh, yeah, it's really sweet. Tony's and is having the baby with. Kangs, even though Kangs is dissolving horribly, which is sad. Um, but Cheryl freaks. Cheryl she's, decides to be a cunt about it. Yeah, she's horrible about it. She's like, "What? Why didn't you tell me?" And and yeah, she like still feels entitled years. to her high school ex's life, and it's like, yeah. "All right, fuck off." Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Like, but, this is not like she can feel sad about it. She okay. can fucking keep it to herself. Yeah, yeah. you don't get that to like normal, but it's throw a not... bitch fit at her and be like, "How dare you!" Like, yeah, it's and in then this... she's also like, she's like, Tony talks about like how she has a you know me- medical thing that she has yeah. to now, yeah. and it's like, oh, so she you think Cheryl maybe has a change of heart, but. She just goes right back to being, like, sad. About I'm just it. really hoping that this is, like, a comment and not just, like, I'm really hoping it's, I mean, it, it comes together in an interesting way and yeah. Cheryl is not meant to be in the right in this situation because she's really so hot. 
She's, she's horrible. I she's really, really do not want Shoni to get back together at all. And I mean, if that's gonna, not possible, but it's just, I know they're going to, but like if they have to, I want it to be much later after Cheryl meaningfully atones, but I don't think that's likely. Yeah. yeah. Um. I also, but like, I have to say, Cheryl kicking down the door is hilarious. Cheryl's and- outfit in that scene is incredible. Yeah. Yes. It's a great outfit. I wish we got more of Tony's feelings without yeah. Cheryl being there. Yeah. We can't really see how Tony feels when she expresses it to Cheryl. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. I wish we, yeah, had scenes of, like, t- Tony alone and how she feels about this baby and stuff. Um, but And also how she feels about, like, seeing Kang's kind of crumble. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, and then Betty and Kevin have a little chat about um barchy happening and Mm -hmm. but it's like it's very clear that they like see each other as a symbol and that's why it's not yeah like neither of them want to be more than friends with benefits yeah betty's like he's a lie he's a uh escape yeah it's Mm -hmm. about escapism he's a light window but the thing is like he literally says it's an escape yeah, mm-hmm. and Jughead uh, discusses the themes of Slaughterhouse Five to his class and briefly hallucinates Mothman. Yeah, uh, um, and he, on his like chalkboard, escape is listed as one of the themes. Oh, but, Jughead! Um, as is like effects of war, which is interesting. Ooh. Um, and uh, I'm totally gonna read Slaughterhouse Five just for the river themes now, aren't I? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. I am going to probably watch the Crash Course video. <laughs> um, I probably will too. I don't, I, yeah. Crash Course. Um, my friend. Um, and then, oh, we, Cheryl's hanging out with Minerva. Specifically, she's painting a portrait of Minerva and she is painting her as Diana uh, pursuing Acteon, which has sort of mythological Meanings: the story of Diana and Acteon is Acteon is watching Diana bathe and Diana gets angry because she's a virgin goddess and she turns him into a stag and he is promptly eaten by his own hunting dogs. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty horrible story, but I think as far as river themes go, I think it's sort of metaphorically... uh, Minerva is encouraging Cheryl while Cheryl is doing is doing something that like is leading to her own destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea of being you know, like yeah consumed by your own sort of, yeah because she's building Thornhill and Thornhill's destroying her and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Min- uh, Minerva also like sort of implicitly gave gives Cheryl the idea for the key party I think uh-huh. um and it's like not and Cheryl's like bitching about Tony it's like not everything is about <sighs> you. like literally have a baby to spite you yeah she told you why like uh, and um then we see Veronica um get a call from Katie saying like because uh, Lucy Hale can't get acting work. <laughs> Lucy Hale has something on the CW executives. He always has something. We saw on the one CW. of them run over a, a child with a car. Like she, she has a lot. She, yeah. Like, yeah. You will put me in your fucking shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was there when a CW CEO had a uh, Kendall Roy moment. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And- Veronica um, gets, you know, hears that he has seen at a restaurant with a Spiffany's heiress. Um, and so she's like, I'm going to make them jealous by doc. I'm going to make him jealous by like documenting my renovation, my reno journey <laughs> on Instagram with these two hunks. Um, and uh, which is hilarious. My mom loves renovation shows and she's watching them all the time. And I have to say that. Um, Archie and Veronica would be a perfect, like, renovation couple. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Archie, it's always, like, the guy does, like, the, the man labor, and then the girl does, like, interior designing. and Exactly, totally. Unless yes. it's a gay couple in which they both do interior design. <laughs> and then they hire other people to do 
the intensive labor. And I wish that sounds really awful of me, but that's true. I have seen enough of these renovation shows. And then there's also one which which has two guys, but they're quote unquote not gay. <laughs> they have well, she and but they definitely are gay. Now Cheryl talks of starts uh, invites everyone to the key party. Well, uh-huh. first um, Archie and Eric have a chat about oh um, yes Archie juggling two women and the despair look on Archie's face after <laughs> Eric says juggling two women. Sarge is like gay. He doesn't want to. He's like oh no. He's like oh this is how I am now. I am sad that I'm chasing two women. <laughs> Oh dear, oh Archie baby. Oh, oh Archie. Cheryl is insane. Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl rolls up to the white worm and she gets on top of like a pool table and she's like, guys, um, like, hear ye, hear ye. We're having a, I'm gonna have a key party at my house. Every, um, we're all she swan has- diving into sad adulthood. She says she lots has- of funny things. She says lots yes. of like funny little lines. A classic really American and all of. Also, oh, so adult sexual switcheroo. Oh, she said, um, my no one fucking switcherooed. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that we're getting more of the Riverdale kids in class now that they are teachers than we ever did as students. Yeah. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Which is, yeah, they didn't pay attention at school. They're teachers now. I would not trust them to help anyone pass an exam. I want to point out just a tiny thing that during Cheryl's like speech about the key party, Fangs and Tabitha smile at each other while she's saying something, and that's. I'm just. They were both in Riverdale, and. No, exactly. Like I have lore in my head about them being friends. They are friends. We know they are friends. They are besties. Yes. Uh, also then we have a scene where betty is coming in her room and sees polly who warns her about the (gasps) trash bag killer but it was just a nightmare and needs help she does does. need help needs help she just lies to her therapist but instead of getting professional health help she calls up archie and uh they hang out this seems like a healthy relationship that will definitely end well for both of them She's like, I just want to forget, okay? Which is, yeah. I wrote down when she said, I just want to forget um, Don Draper moment. Oh my god. god yeah. She, um, uh, she's a sad, empty human. Um, and I also, like, I just want her to have friends. Yeah. I, no. like, I know that, like, this Archie sort of, like, we're going to be friends, right? It's kind of like, just nothing has come of it. Um, I want her and Tony to be friends and not these and her and Tabitha and her and Tabitha yeah. and her and Cheryl I think they would be really good friends yeah I mean they had that she moment of connection Cheryl out. yeah she like, needs to get fired from the FBI that's step one I would like her to talk to Veronica again me too but that's not a friendship thing <laughs> that's what <that's laughs> I need them to be in love yeah, yeah but um so after they have their sad little meeting uh, uh Archie and Betty Archie is like at home the next morning and talking with Eric again Jackson and and he's like I didn't like it yeah yeah just sad and Jackson's like come out uh, come then- out come out come out <laughs> <laughs> um and then Betty finds Alice near the phone. He's, she's like, Alice is like, Polly called. She was dying my own minute. She needed help. She was in a dark, cool metal place. Frankly, it sounded like a spaceship. Yes. <gasps> Which, like, okay, so I have a theory that, like, you know, the caves under Swedlow Swamp oh. is, like, houses, like, you know, these women are being abducted and they're like, like, of the Zygons. Oh my god, what if it's like an incredibly obscure Doctor Who episode that none of them would have seen? <gasps> Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, doesn't Ted Sullivan like Doctor Who? I don't know, but like vibes. Think, because he's like, a you know, Star Trek guy. It's like remote Scottish island and there's like uh, there's like caves under the uh, uh, and then the, the like it's it's a whole um the Zygons, they, they reappear in New Who, but they're originally from classic Who, like, 70s, 80s-ish, and um, Third Doctor era, and Fourth Doctor, and blah, blah, blah. And they, like, take the shape of the people that they, they keep them... I'm gonna stop. 
It's okay. Um, there could be some sort of shape-shifting element to the Mothman. Yeah, and honestly, they have Dragon vibes in their design, like with the sort of like... Well, they have very Doctor Who alien vibes in their design. They look they like do. silence. Yeah. Um, I know a little bit about Doctor Who. I, they look like I that see, one guy. Every time yeah. I see the Mothman, I think of the person that has to do the makeup and costume and just stand <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Um, Maybe they get a uh, statue, but actually the parts where it moves, they don't. So they have to like get a guy. Like it's a guy. Yeah, it's That's a guy. Unless it's a puppet. Could be um, a puppet. But that yeah. would be even more work. Maybe. Yeah. But uh de- definitely Polly's abduction and the girls' abductions are probably related to the Mothman storyline. But I think like um I think that there's some sort of structure and I think it also has something to do with the what's it called? Pl- Palladium. 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 If it is about this, if it is a shape-shifting storyline, I'm fully yeah. like, if it, well, no, because they no, they don't do actual aliens on on. on they've the yet to do any actual <laughs> magic. Like, yeah. They they've repeatedly it. set up things that you think are magic, and then they're like, nope, there's a realistic yeah. explanation, there's which I enjoy. I highly enjoy that. Because it would be funny if they just went fuck it. They're shapeshifters. <laughs> Um, Riverdale, RIS said, like, in an interview, like, I read, he said, like, you know, I like teasing magical elements, but mm. Riverdale There won't be, because there never has. If they were going to do magical like, elements, they wouldn't have left it this late, like. Yeah. 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 It, like, season five is too late to introduce magical elements. He yeah. said it explicitly, it's not going to be magic, yes. Um, yeah, and that's why there can never be a Sabrina cameo in Riverdale, because Sabrina is magic, but there can be yeah. Riverdale cameos in Sabrina, because I guess Riverdale in some capacity exists in that universe. I haven't yeah. watched Sabrina, but I have elaborate theories about the lore there. I think, ben yeah. Button, how did Ben Button work then? Arya had to have watched Mad Men. Oh yeah, I- well for sure, because there's, there's a reference to it in season in season one. Yeah. Also, everyone's seen Mad Men. Okay, um, we have to move on. But, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also, Kevin and Fangs are working out together, and Kevin says, Fangs, you should invite one of your trucker bows to Cheryl's party. We're getting swangs baited. We, <laughs> we are get getting swangs baited. It's awful. We were swangs baited <laughs> and fedgy baited. Um, and I mean, we did get Kang's fail marriage, which I think is pretty good, but I am a little bit annoyed by the baby. We were yes. generally baited with things that could have been more interesting. Not that Kang's fail yes. marriage isn't interesting. Yeah, but, yes. like, every other storyline could have been more interesting with this setup, yes. and it yes. just wasn't. Okay. Um, and then uh, it sounded like a spaceship, um, and then Jughead is in his Don Draper era because yes. he is He's blacking out. Yeah, he goes to the support group, um, the alien support group, and he talks about his uh, story of getting abducted. And, uh, and Dr. Tabitha Wheatley, is there, and she's wearing the most amazing, like, formal she's blouse. She's looking and I'm like, so you, you cute. Look incredible, but this is your, your like, co-worker's, like, group therapy. Like, don't know why you're wearing that, but you look amazing, baby, and I would never tell you anything wrong. Yeah, she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um uh, when Dr. Woodley asks him, like, if he's ever blacked out, like, previously, and Jughead gets very upset, he flees out of the uh, meeting, Tabitha goes out after him, and she's like, are you okay, what's wrong, and he says that when he was in New York, he was doing a lot of drugs, jingle jangle, alcohol, and stuff, and he did have periods when he had blackouts, um, and he had, yeah, he had a really rough time, and Tabitha is very, um, very sweet, and she's like, you, we probably shouldn't go to the party and he's like no I need a night of debauchery wanton debauchery yeah definitely just really wanted to pick a guy and like have an excuse <laughs> <laughs> oh Jughead oh Jughead oh, so fucked oh um uh, Veronica is helping Archie plastering stuff um, she's a flannel yeah she oh, is she, she looks good. so good and she's like she, basically she and Archie have a little convo about like do you get vibes from me I get vibes from you um also I want to quickly say going back to the scene I missed a note um Tabitha shooting your shot with Jughead was really cute um and I wish Tabitha luck in not falling for gay men <laughs> yeah. keep your head up queen I hope that her and Betty become friends and they please and then hook up. (laughs) It could happen. Um, It definitely won't happen, but it it could happen if you believe in yourself. Okay. Um, 
but then I think the uh, they start arriving at the key party. Can we just speed oh. through the key party? Cause it's fucking boring. Yeah, it's kind of. I'll just like I'll try and summarize it. I um, some mo- moments that I want to write down that I want to okay. mention. Um, Kevin calls himself an emotional masochist, which to me feel is rec- recalling um, when uh, Olivia Rodrigo's new album when she's like, oh hello. Way and you know it's it was exciting. actually a reference to this album that hadn't come out yet. Yeah, and um, then uh, um, Chad gets some really funny lines where he's like he calls it a podunk place, which I have no idea what that means. You've never heard <sighs> podunk run down and not very good. Yeah, okay, uh, and then need- he's like, and then he calls women females, which is definitely like a red flag. flag, red fucking was, that flag. That was definitely a purposeful red flag. Yes, like, yeah, obviously. Chad voice femoids. Chad uses Reddit. Um, Chad is a Reddit user. His name is literally Chad, but he is on the incel forum. Something we have to talk about, obviously, from the key party is Fangs and Reggie. Yes. They have, Um, like, an incredibly chaste kiss, but uh, right after Reggie said, blah, 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 and we'll see what happens, stud. And it's Yes. He he thinks it's Tony, but then it's it's Fangs. The yeah, best part of that was not the kiss; it was the look on everybody's faces. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. good. But the reaction yeah. shots were really, really mm-hmm. good. That's like the best part of the key party scene was uh, like the reaction shots, like Cheryl mm-hmm. and especially Kevin. Kevin yeah. um, <laughs> pulled like a cartoonish, <laughs> 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 like colon's capital O face. Um, um, and like, I also want to say Jackson and Minerva were kind of cute, like. Yeah. I think it's fun. It's it's like fun like, by for bye. Bye yeah. bye. Yeah, and I'm happy for them. But um Fangs also brought uh the trucker the his trucker bow hookup is not sweet pea, sadly. It is Rick, the guy Kevin was hooking up with at the beginning of the episode, which is an awkward situation. Oh, Rick, you're boy. It doesn't fucking go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. What happens uh is so the people whose keys get drawn are like so the first key that's drawn is Veronica draws Archie's um, and Chad like freaks out and there's like a brief confrontation between Chad and Archie and then Veronica to solve the thing just sort of uh, grabs Chad's keys and leaves with him. And, and, she, and Cheryl's like, that's not, that's against the rules and Veronica's like, call my lawyer. <laughs> I love her. I didn't sign a contract. <laughs> Uh, then a very drunken Jughead sort of stumbles to the key bowl. It's really sad. Yeah, so and like, sad, and it's it such a waste of opportunity. None of his friends like notice except Tabitha. Yeah. Like it's such a missed opportunity to demonstrate that they still fucking care about each other, but they they don't use it. It's but just the whole Tabitha. thing is such a missed opportunity to demonstrate anything about Jughead's oppression and like. And like, like I love Jughead, but wanted him to be forced about, into like, uncomfortable situation. Hashtag force Jughead into an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> Make him uncomfortable. But he's very, um, he's very drunk. Uh, but he drops Tabitha's keys, luckily, and she takes him home. Um, and uh, yeah, Shara, uh, Minerva and Eric draw each other and they go off and I don't know maybe have sex um and then Reggie draws Fang's key and they have their funny moment um and then uh Kevin draws Rick and Betty draws Archie I just want to say when Betty draws Archie um she's like she gets up she's like I'm still traumatized from sophomore year spin the bottle and Cheryl says like oh cry me a river cousin and it's fond and I thought it was really funny and it was really sweet like it seems like maybe they kept in touch yeah maybe they get on and they have not related before yeah like I hope that they are friends because they should bond over their fucked up family yeah they both have families that are fucked up in like the same way. Yeah, yeah, I they are. Good it's the same them. family uh, it in is a way. Tolstoy was same well. comma, like almost exactly parallel. Like, yes, brother sister. Yes, uh, cult stuff. The mm-hmm. sisters of fire mercy. Yeah, um, and then all the people left are Cheryl and Tony. And Tony's like, you just did this to like get me alone and stuff and also, then yeah i don't know how but you manipulated this yeah and i'm like i don't doubt it yeah also tony has um a little dream catcher on her keys um really and 
I thought it was really funny. It was also kind of awful but when Tony was like saying something and Cheryl like put her finger up to Tony's mouth and was like, shh. It's like, oh, huh. Cheryl, fucking stop it. She's so <laughs> awful. I and then she like takes her, her at this point. to this nursery and it's the goth nursery. And it's all creepy looking. And she's like, um, Tony's like, did you arrange this whole thing to bring up, break up Kevin and Fangs and stuff? Uh, what is it, Ruby? Um, Cheryl says destiny is manifested. Oh which yeah, is a super fucked up to say, thing to say to someone who is Native American. Yeah, it is. What the fuck? It's literally everything she does in the scene is so nightmarish, and she's like. Yeah, I made this nursery so you can like bring your move move and live with your baby here. And Tony is and like, like, I what would the fuck I'm not I would do never that. ever do that. And she's like, she explicitly says, I'm not gonna be trapped here like I was at Thistle House. Um and uh, which she just which oh, she goes off, she's allowed to fucking speak. It's amazing. It's she's really expressing good. how she feels, it's great. But then at the end of the fucking scene, the camera doesn't follow her. The camera stays with Cheryl looking all sad. It's like, to be honest, I don't really give a shit about how Cheryl yeah, looks I, all it's sad. Like, she's not the it's one also in- like the <sighs> confrontation in the gym over the cheerleading. The yeah, same it's thing happened where we Cheryl went with Cheryl instead of Tony. When Cheryl is in the wrong and not fucking learning anything. Staying yeah. with Cheryl doesn't communicate anything new. It's wasted storytelling and it's, like, it's, and it's fucking racist. Thing. It's not even a moralistic thing. It's like, oh, Cheryl's in the wrong, so we shouldn't see any, uh, like, the way she feels. It's just like, why are we not seeing we how, how she feels, feels. ever? We, are, we, we know we how never, she feels. We, we don't know both, how Tony feels because you always pick Cheryl. I don't we give a fuck about how Cheryl feels. Only when she expresses it to Cheryl. Exactly. Yeah, that's yep. the only time. And then you spend time with Cheryl feeling bad, which makes you feel on a subconscious level that Tony is in the wrong, even though she fucking isn't. <laughs> yeah it's it's bad it's racist it's it's bad and i can't see the tony storyline resolving very well at all i am glad that tony got to express some dissent though yeah but i don't have a lot of faith that it's gonna go well because they just keep implying that they're spending time with cheryl and not tony yeah and cheryl does not seem to be changing or internalizing anything and like the things she did internalize, she did them wrong because yeah. she has this like fucking guilt complex instead of actually wanting to be a good person. She just wants to feel absolved. And then is it, yeah. um, no, it's Fangs and Kevin. No, not no, sorry, Kevin and, and what's his face that we yeah. see next? Kevin and Rick have a little conversation um, uh, about like how long have you been together, that sort of thing. Yeah. They don't do anything, they just sort of talk, and yeah. Kevin is, you know you know out of it and kind of bummed out because yeah and rick explains that fangs never mentioned kevin which fair enough it's weird situation to mention here yeah Yeah. it would be weird to be like oh and i have this long-term boyfriend but it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine um Mm -hmm. but like kevin seems hurt by it which i guess is fair there's this growing sense that kevin is invested in the relationship because he wants to be in a relationship not because yeah. he gives a yes. shit about fangs yes which is interesting character work yeah we will be talking more about this in the next after yes. shows, I think. yeah we love yeah. kang's fail marriage we love yes it. they like um, did the bare minimum of giving them conflicting desires and we're all like <gasps> whoa kang's is good now <laughs> yes there's um, shit going on instead of they- like cult marriage with no emotional core yeah tabitha and jughead was um sad yeah it was sweet but hopefully it's not leaning towards tabitha having to um become jughead's like savior figure and losing all her personality yeah she takes him home um he's very drunk he falls asleep and she's very sweet with him but again i hope she doesn't like become his nurse or nanny Um, but it seems like that might not happen from the next couple of episodes that we're not yeah. talking about yet. Because uh, I, I think they're going to start leaning on Bughead again. Um, uh, not that that's like which, better. Which I mean, it's better honestly, because it's not better like a tab. I like it when Jughead and interact. I like how fucked up it is. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I guess leaning on Bughead is better because it's not like a black woman being a white man's therapist as like a partner thing. But it, like, it's fucking Bughead. We'll yeah. see. We still see Bughead. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I also want to say uh, Reggie is not straight. He just told. Oh, yeah, he's lying. Yes. He's just not into Fangs. They get yeah. home because Kevin gets home and Fangs is like eating cereal and he's like, me and Reggie didn't hook up because he's 100% straight, apparently. 
Um, and it's just I not think, true. Fangs just I isn't think... ready to. Kevin isn't. Fuck. Reggie, Reggie isn't, ready isn't ready to come out, out yet. Reggie and I don't think he would be comfortable with the home wrecking thing. Exactly. Yeah. Even if it's like consensual, he'd be like, nah, this is weird. This is not yeah. how I'm going to start experimenting and coming out to people. This exactly. Time. So I'm just going to yes. lie and say it straight. We have no mistake. Make no we have mistake. bisexual Reggie lore. Listeners. Yes. Reggie is bisexual. Yeah. And Kevin says nothing happened between him and Rick, but he's not ready to be married. And they have this absolutely devastating scene where Fangs is like, but what about you wanted this you pushed for this why don't you want it anymore what's wrong and kevin's like I, it's messed up i know i'm messed up i'm sorry but Ugh. there's like no real it, resolution it's oh just God. horrible i would like yeah, to talk about supernatural doesn't fit in <laughs> I just think that Kevin's storyline, and it will become more more apparent as as we go on to the next episode, really, really reflects season one Jughead, but like in a like he's openly gay way. Like it's like, but it's like uh, it's so like real. It's a gift. It's God's gift to Jughead gayhead truthers. It simply is. It is. It is. I don't know why more people aren't talking about this. I would like to talk about um. I would like to compare Kang's to Dean and Lisa's marriage in season six. Oh, wow. But like Dean slash Kevin is like pushing for all these things, like really trying to make it work. But at the end of the day, he's not emotionally there. He's just there for the idea of the relationship. And then Fangs and or Lisa just agrees to whatever because they want him to be happy, but he's never going to be happy because he won't fucking let himself be. It's I think I just like- accidentally implied, I think Kevin is straight. Straight Kevin trutherism is bad, but also very funny. Um, it's also exactly like um Betty and Don. Oh yes, oh yes. From Riverdale, from Mad Men. It's which is like just exactly the same as the dynamic that Leo just described. It's genius. It's so good. I fucking love fail marriages, dude. Yeah, I just it's so horrible and it's so good and I love it. Miracle and full man. Oh, uh, what about Mirrorball for Fit and Full? And two oh, slow dances. And yes. two slow. Oh, two. And Grace is two slow dancers. And what? Oh. Stream all of my King's fail marriage. The richest and wonders one. Oh my God, you're a genius. Um, you're a genius. Also, thank very you. Cosmonauts, Fiona Apple. Oh yes. I uh, also the Barchi combo breakup, which was amazing. It was. Like, it's really good. I knew. It was the best scene in the episode and, for me. Yeah, I think I um, I copied a bunch of direct quotes because it's like, okay, we're fucking, let's, let's get into it. The light motifs, like not light motifs, like the musical concept, like the motifs of light with regards to Archie. Um, and okay, so Betty says, Archie, you and I should make sense. The all-American gr- boy, the girl next door. But deep in our cores, we are such different people and getting closer to you is the one thing I... The one thing I know is that I don't want my darkness to overtake you, which like Kayla. fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, I have this. The and like Archie is a light. Uh, ca- uh, fucking carry the torch. I think Veronica's uh, the candle. The candle in the house. Yeah, Archie is their light. Candle in the wind, like in Glee. <laughs> <laughs> He's their star. He's their King Arthur. He's their light. Um, but yeah, they sort of decide they should just be friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's. Yeah, and she's. Um, she says she needs a friend more just... than a lover or an escape. Yeah, oh. I, yeah, I have to say they're very gay in their relationship. She's a lesbian. Betty is so oh, gay. Yes. She she's like it yes. should work, but it doesn't because there's something wrong yes. with me. And I'm like, okay, lesbian. Yes. We get it. We get it. We get it. We see you. Guys, that's exactly yes. like Jughead in season one. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh God, yes. season five. You see them as so different. Oh, cool. Oh my God. Wait, what is it? That, what is it? The basis to argue about them being different? Yeah. Um. But deep in our cores, we are such different people. And the one thing I getting <laughs> Can't darkness overtake it. Ah! you DNA kind of level. Yes. Yes. Light in the window. Uh, ah! Oh my God. Breaking. They're gay people. Show ever. So they, and it's this leaving isn't... a party. It's they go, they leave a party, and they have this conversation. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, uh, there's a scene with Chad and Veronica, and Chad's like, did you just invite me to Riverdale to make me jealous and stuff? And Veronica is like, no, but also, we're freaking getting divorced. <laughs> Goodbye, Chad. Good for yeah. her. Good for her. I think Good she should her. be allowed to murder Chad if she so pleases. Um, Jughead is taking a shower and he sees another Mothman hallucination. Um, then his tits are out. I just wanted yes. to comment on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Look at Hollow Min- moments. Minerva uh, and Cheryl regroup and she says the portrait is very beautiful and she says Cheryl is beautiful and then they kiss. Veronica shows up at the fire station and Varchi have a conversation and um, I'm very pro Varchi. I care about them a lot. Archie says, direct quote, I was devastated when I found out you were married, but it was nothing compared to seeing you unhappy. I know. Oh. He cares about her. They're oh. sweet. They're sweet. sweet. The moment earlier in the episode them. where Chad, where Archie's like, get your hands off um, Veronica Chad. And Chad's like, she's my wife. And, and he's like, you should like, fucking exactly. respect her then. Really. Oh. Yes. Oh, Archie, baby. Oh, I love yes. Archie. I love Archie. Oh, Half my God. Hashtag feminism. Yes, Archie also tells Veronica that he had a friends with benefits thing with Betty, but that's over now. She's like, okay. She she's like, all right. And then they they kiss. I have something I need to say. While you were talking about feminism, um, and because we were talking about Eminem earlier, my brain just produced the phrase I support women love that's what Reggie says. <laughs> Reggie call- is a self-described feminist. Feminist. Um, Eminem is fem-coded, especially, specifically queer-coded. Is um, this Jewish-coded, specifically Bostonian? <laughs> we thought he was Bostonian, but he's from Missouri. We need to talk about Riverdale. Okay, we can't yes. talk about Eminem. We have one scene left. Wait, um, wait which there's is- one? There's more? Oh, shit, I thought it was the end. Yeah, the very last scene, which is that Betty and Alice get a call from Polly. Oh, and she's uh, like, I'm I'm trapped. I'm in the middle of nowhere. And she's on the no- Lonely Highland and she's on a phone booth and they hang up and they freaking, you know, drive super fast. And the phone booth has been destroyed and it's covered <gasps> in blood. And that is the oh, end of the Yes, I want to go through what my ideal Key party pairings. Oh yes, quick, quick. They're very good. Okay, um, Tabitha and Betty. They talk about Jughead and compare. Betty's like <sighs> Jughead, and they sort of compare and contrast the new versus old Jughead, and like share stories. And then uh, Betty talks about her relationship, and Tabitha suggests she tries dating someone different, and then they hook up. Um, and Betty gets fired from the FBI. Yeah, yes. Chaddy, Chad and Archie um, still fight, but it's funnier because instead of Archie picking, instead of Veronica picking Archie, um, Chad and Archie pick each other, and and that's what the uh, Chad no, not with your ex quote is. In uh, yes, no, I'm not gonna do it with your ex. Not gonna um, fuck your ex. Veronica is kind of into it, like like she was like, with yeah. like she was with Kale Kelly, Kale Kelly. <laughs> and it con- and encourages them to hook up, but Archie doesn't really want to because he. Dislikes Chad, not because he's not gay. Um, and Chad tries and fails to seem uninterested. So he's into it too. Yeah. Um, Minerva so and Tony go home together and we don't see what happens, but Cheryl's visibly jealous that she tried that to That would be it. so good. Or we see Minerva and Tony talk about um, Tony. Yeah, something about Cheryl, blah, blah, blah. Or not. Or not about Cheryl. How she feels. Passing the lesbian Bechdel test, they have to talk about something that's not Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. Um, they talk about Jughead. the baby. They can talk about the baby. Yeah. 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 Jughead and Kevin get paired up. This is my favorite one. Drunkenly comes out to Kevin. <gasps> and it's very funny. And Kevin does not know how to react or comfort him or anything. And then Kevin's <laughs> just like, oh. Um and Fangs and Veronica, it's awkward at first, but then they ha- have end up like sharing a glass of wine and having a really good convo about like yeah they will get on and um and that's how she decides to break up with Chad. Um, oh yes, we talk about like, that's brilliant. Their marriages. Um and then the Reggie and Fangs scene is the same except with Jackson instead of Fangs. Yes, the random. Trucker I, guy gets Cheryl, and Cheryl is mean to him in a funny way. This I have good. ideas about the um, Kevin Jughead conversation. I think Kevin would just sort of like blink at him and then be like, "I think I'm supposed to say I'm happy you trust me enough to tell me this, but I don't know that you do." 
he gives like the right speech of like you know what he would want to say to himself when he came out Jughead is like dead behind the eyes just asleep with his eyes open like (laughs) (laughs) and Kevin trails off and is like well so much for that that was brilliant wait should we just quickly chuck in the social medias and that and then just oh yeah you can find us on twitter at archie's weird pod tumblr archie's weird podcast.tumblr.com you can find our social medias linked in those bios or on our card which is archie's weird podcast.card.co card has two r's that was our lock and key episode um you've been river locked (laughs) (laughs) no 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 more awful thanks for listening Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Ending.